show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over everything. Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, Andy. <laughs> good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Good morning to you. How you feeling, Yee? I feel good. I was in Queens yesterday at Queens Library. My borough, Queens. Yes, I did an event there. I did a Q&A. And one of our longtime family members, listeners, Out of Sight, Mr. Out of Sight was there. Okay. You remember him, the blind rapper? Yes. And he actually did a, he performed a song. During the okay. Q&A, he got up, and um, you're on the song, by the way. Okay. A phone call from when he called up here for uh, Get It Off Your Chest. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting, but uh, it was a good time. Shout out to Destiny, who conducted the Q&A, and Ralph McDaniels, who uh, started Video Music Box. Uncle Ralph. Who, by the way, yes, Uncle Ralph. I didn't know he's one of the producers on the Roxanne, Roxanne movie. Yes, he is. And he's also working on the Wu-Tang documentary. Yeah, shout out to Uncle Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what you was out in Queens. What did I do yesterday? Now, if you've been listening or you know, my nanny is gone. She left for uh, six weeks. She had to go uh, back to her home country. So the house has been kind of crazy Where with no nanny. Uh, Ecuador. Okay. So the house has been kind of crazy with no nanny. So it's just getting back into the groove of really doing everything now, you know, because you had so much help and you really forget. Like last night, uh, before I had to go to the club, shout out to everybody that came to Starless last night. I ran into Jim Jones. I see YNF, Luch- YFN, Lucci, also Sean McCoy. Um, but there is no uh, us time anymore because that baby laid her ass right in between me and my wife last night and would not move. She didn't want to sleep in her bed. She didn't want to sleep with anybody else. She was there chilling. Well, sometimes the nanny got to go away for you to realize how important her job is. Oh, no, sure. I, I know how important she is. <laughs> Hell there, do I know weeks. she Yes, yeah, six weeks. Should be fun times. So, and also the uh, baby started school yesterday. That made me cry. I'm not even going to lie. I tear yesterday. Two things made me tear yesterday. One, um, of course, my uh, my little one, she's uh, about one, she's one and a half, almost two, and we started her in school. So when you put her in school, you kind of just got to l- drop her off and kind of just run out because they run out after you because, you know, they're used to you yeah, guys. Yeah, like, where are you going? So they showed me the video yesterday, and oh, my goodness, when they kind of left, she ran to the door and stared at that door for about an hour, would not leave the door waiting for mommy to come back. Oh, no. Crying, and they sent me the video, and oh, my gosh, I was so they broken They sent you a video of They sent me a video. They showed me, you know, her running and knocking on the door, trying to get out. And But after about an hour, she kind of calmed down, and she got into the, the thing of school. So we'll see how day two is. And that made me tear. And you know what? Uh-oh. What movie did you watch? No, 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 I didn't watch any movie. <laughs> Madison is, bege- is she's getting older. Somebody asked her to the prom yesterday. Well, thank goodness. What do you mean, thank goodness? Because the worst thing is if no one asks you to the prom. No, I, I would prefer nobody. No, you wouldn't. Yes. Uh, and, and now that would make you tear more. This young man came. No one asked her to the prom. This young man came to the, to the house. The same guy that took her on a date? Yes, that same guy. Yeah, um... He had a, a bear, a big, 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 big a teddy bear. bear. Like a big oh, bear. Oh, I thought he was like drinking a, big, a bear. No. I was like, he was wow, not drinking how a bear. old is this guy? He had a huge stuffed animal bear. <laughs> and then he, he wrote her a huge letter that said it would be unbearable 
to go to the prom without you. Unbearable. So the people are doing these prom challenges. Was this one of those big prom challenges? It wasn't a big prom challenge. He just had a huge letter and a bear. And an, so uh, is that officially her boyfriend now? No, we're not saying. Are you sure? We're not saying boyfriend. Is she saying boyfriend? No. Is she no, seeing other people? No, no. Nobody's saying anything. So she's monogamous. Nobody. It's, it's not even. It can't even. That's, that word doesn't even exist because it's just She's only seeing friend. one person. It's a friend. But they're friend. dating. And who said dating? It would be unbearable. It would be unbearable if to she go, didn't go through. to the prom. All right. So that's good. So Madison has a boyfriend. She is this her have, first boyfriend? She does not have a boyfriend. Have they kissed? No, they have not. This is getting awkward, man. Are you sure? You know what? Who's going to be here How do today? you know they haven't kissed? Kron Don will be joining us today. Kron Don, he's in a new flick. It's called Black we Lightning. We should get Madison up here. It's the uh, season finale tonight. So we, we should get Madison Shut up! Service. I don't want to talk about it. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat again. But I teared yesterday. I teared when, when I seen the uh, video of him asking her. And then I teared with my baby girl. Like, this is bad for me. This is bad. Mm. This is bad, man. This is very, very bad. Get it, Madison? I no, see you, don't girl. get it, Madison. You know what? <laughs> we got front page news. What are we talking about in front page news? We're going to talk about Starbucks. The manager who made the call resulting in the black men's arrest no longer works for Starbucks. And we'll talk about the men who were arrested. They have agreed to meet with the CEO of Starbucks also. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. I'm sure Charlamagne will be here in a minute. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, what's happening? Not much. Is that the song featuring Pulitzer Prize winner Kendrick Lamar? Yes, it yes. is. Okay, new free. All right. All right. Well, let's. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NBA playoffs, all right? Miami Heat beat the 76ers 113-103. Dwayne Wade was on fire last night. He was doing his damn thing. Yeah, he was looking like he was in his 20s. Nice little shot at HGH. Got him right where he needed to be last night. And the Golden Warriors beat the Spurs 116-101. Now, let's talk about Starbucks. Yes, so let's discuss. The CEO of Starbucks, Kevin Johnson, has done an interview on Good Morning America. He did this interview yesterday where he addressed what happened in the Starbucks where two black men were arrested while they were waiting to meet a real estate developer. The real estate developer showed up at the same time the cops arrived, and on video he was asking what was happening, what's wrong, and said it was discrimination. The manager had called 911 because they hadn't ordered anything. Now, here is what Kevin Johnson is working on to resolve these issues because he said there are times when you should call the police and times when you shouldn't. Certainly with 28,000 stores around the world, uh, different regions put in some slightly different guidelines in how they handle certain situations. In sort of reviewing this case, the guidelines that they had in place indicated uh, a certain set of scenarios in which the police were to be called. Now, there are some scenarios where the police should be called. In this case, it was completely inappropriate, and so clearly there's an opportunity for us to provide clarity. And in addition to that, more training that we're going to do with our store managers, not only around the guidelines, but training around unconscious bias. All right, now he goes on to talk about looking at these circumstances and not just blaming it on one person. Here is what uh, Starbucks CEO Kevin Johnson said. While I know it's easy for me to say and point blame to one person in this incident, you know, my responsibility is to look not only to that individual, but look more broadly at the, the circumstances that set that up, just to ensure that this never happens again. And I've been very focused on understanding what guidelines and what training ever let this happen. Uh, what happened was wrong. 
and we will fix it. What guidelines and what training That's is crazy. called uh, systemic oppression. It's called marginalization. It's called racism. racism. That's what America was built on. What do you mean? Now, Kevin Johnson said that they are not going to fire the white store manager who called the police. But what? that store man- manager has left his position in a mutual decision. So we don't know if he went to another location. No, they should have fired his ass. not with the company anymore. There's no but reason to call the police. Here is what Kevin Johnson had to say about the two black men who were arrested at Starbucks. I reached out and we made contact with the representative of the two gentlemen. First, I'd like to apologize to them in person. And I'd like to have a dialogue with them so that I can ensure that uh, that we have the opportunity to really understand the situation and uh, show some compassion and empathy for the, ex- the experience they went through. And finally, you know, as we're working to solve this, I'd like to invite them to join me in finding a constructive way to solve this issue. Yeah. Well, they, they, they PR sucks because, I mean, the least they should have said is that they fired the guy. Uh, well, they should have fired him. Or the girl. That should have been number one. Absolutely. Now, the men have not released a statement yet publicly, but they have hired a lawyer. That's right. And we will see what happens. Go get your money. First of all, they should have fired the guy. They should have cut them people a check. I mean, just for PR purposes of, at the least. No, not even for PR. They should have did it because it was the right thing to do. They should have fired that person. You call somebody for no reason just because they're black and they're hanging out in your restaurant like everybody does I mean, all you, day long. You definitely got to do the right thing, but I mean, you still got to worry about the bottom line, which is the business because... uh. I don't drink Starbucks anyway. I get a green tea from there every now and then, but I'm not a big coffee guy like that. Yeah, I don't drink coffee at all. Me neither. Oh, hey, Dunkin' Donuts, now is a great time to do a nice little diversity There is, however, program. a Starbucks in our building here at work. Connected right to our building, right. So? It's just convenient for people, so I, I know it is. more black-owned or minority-owned businesses, coffee shops and things like that. We can support our own and we understand each other, you know? Because that's so effed up. We have a lot of them in Brooklyn. Dunkin' so. Donuts, now's the time to do a nice little commercial featuring black and brown people. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. All right. you, you can join us and sit right. down and wait for your meeting here in peace. You can be black and order a coffee, black. <laughs> oh, my okay. goodness. Now's All right. the time, Dunkin' Donuts. That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, you want to vent. Or if you want to spread some positivity, call us up right now. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Queen God, DJ Envy, this Fred from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, checking in with you. What's happening? What's Fred, happening, brother? How do you get through every day, bro? Uh, this is what I come to talk about. Good morning, my family. I hate to do it to y'all. Y'all told me a while back that y'all had love for me, but I don't feel the love. I caught on last week. Didn't get through once. But oh boy, oh y'all friend, old Travi Poo, I think y'all called him yesterday, got through four times. Yeah, that's because Travi always comes through the back door. Oh, How many times goodness. do we got to tell y'all that? Well, Fred, I, we're, we're happy to hear from you now. You told me no. We're, we're happy Damn. to hear from you now. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. I just, you know what? I waited so long, y'all. That's all I caught. All right, bye. Thing. Jesus Christ. Oh you know what I'm saying? Gosh. You finally get through and don't even know what to say. You Man, like to you say. like Wiley Coyote when he catch the roll running. Don't even know what to this do with it. This is what I called to say. To ask about the me and Trav beef. Four times to no time. Now, why are you worried about Trav? Unless you like him. He is single, and you, have, you haven't got any in a long time. Well, I'm just upset because I just want to talk to y'all once a week. Okay. Right. I love y'all. Y'all have a good week. We love Thank you, you sir. Too. All righty. Hello, who's this? This is based out of Durham, North Carolina. I want to call to talk about the, the guy from Starbucks. He said unconscious bias. Isn't that racism? Uh, yeah. Pretty much unconscious bias, yes. Um, 
I mean, unconscious bias can be exist in all of us, though. I mean, we all got our, our unconscious bias. We see certain things and we like, whoa, wait a minute. I see certain people and be like, oh, wait a minute. We might profile them or stereotype them in our mind. Well, I've seen that before where, like, at my job, they, they had, like, a meeting and it was on unconscious bias. And we just thought that that was just about racism, you know? Just, you it doesn't know, matter if it's conscious or unconscious. Thing. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't see how it can't be conscious. Like, I like. I don't think. I, I think anytime. I don't think there's anything as un- unconscious bias. Because if you see a person and you think a, a way about them, then you're consciously making a decision about that person. Like, I don't. I don't right. even know what unconscious right. bias means. Facts. Exactly. That, that, that's what I say. It's racist. It's just another word they use for racist. They say racist or racist. They try to make it sound like it's not quite racism. Are, are, they, are they not? Are they not aware of their racism? You know what I mean? Like, well, no, there's no such thing. We're aware. But we all know they're, they're aware of the racism. They know what they're doing. Yeah, okay. there's no there's no such thing as unconscious bias. Hello. Hey, this is uh, Chandler from uh, Columbus, Ohio. How y'all doing? Chandler, hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell y'all, man. Y'all cast is tweaking, man. Y'all talking about Beyonce's the best dancer. Uh, have y'all not seen MC Hammer and 1990 MTV Awards? Hammer gets busy, but we didn't say best dancer. We said best Hammer live performer. That, he, that performance was the best live one. She wouldn't be able to hold his draws. And I don't know, man. Whoa, I went on YouTube, whoa. I went on YouTube and watched that uh, when that uh, flies, when that rock came on, when Trina Hey, man, bye, on. man. Hey, Stop calling me, man. Stop calling this goddamn... Re- <laughs> Stop calling the Breakfast Club with this nonsense Your in the people morning. People are really talking about plies, man. That's the same dude from yesterday. Stop. One guy. Ain't no people. We got to throw plies in that convo, Jesus man. Shout Christ. out to plies. Plies might be the best live entertainer. No, that's what I'm talking about. Get it off your chest. 800 585 if you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? It's at D. Lamar Comedy on Instagram. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. First off, I've been with my wife since 04. We've been married since 2015. Congratulations. Thanks, man. We got two beautiful kids. We got another one on the way in September. I'm working two two jobs, you know what I'm saying? And I listen to all you guys' podcasts, and I just started my own podcast with my wife. Dope. Congratulations. Right, congratulations. Dope, What's bro. it called? Yeah. It's called the You Gonna Love Me podcast. It's U-G-O-N-L-U-V, me podcast. We drop every Wednesday. Okay, bro. All right, you know congrats. I mean? That's dope. Hello, who's this? Hi, y'all. This Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Get off your chest, Kim. How you doing, DJ MV Angela Yee and the Charlemagne God? What's up, boo? How you? I'm good. Listen, listen. Somebody other than DJ MV get away from the phone because DJ MV like hanging up on people real quick. DJ MV, I love y'all, but let me say, the daughter is dating now. She's I mean, not, don't hang up. She's not dating. Mad. Don't be mad. She is dating. Okay, well, she got a boy like a friend, huh? There you go. <laughs> that sounds better. And I'm just going to taunt you a little bit because you never sent me my T-shirt. Sometimes a little annoyed behind this. So <laughs> I'm gonna hashtag I'm gonna tag you on your on your page on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Somebody's rocking knocking the boot. All right. Oh, goodbye. Oh, you wanna play? Hey, goodbye. Oh, I ain't playing no, with you. I didn't take it that far. I just said kissing. Hello. Hey, good morning. It's Mr. Barmaid from Atlanta by way of Harlem. How y'all doing this morning? What's, What's up, good? Mr. Barmaid? Get it off your chest. Hey, um, I just want to say why I'm blessed, man. Charlemagne done posted another picture this time with uh, the shorty with the afro from Love & Hip Hop Miami. And it had the bottle in the background again. 
lit my notifications up again. So I just want to say appreciate that, Charlemagne. I don't even know what you're talking about. I guess you're talking about some liquor that's back here, huh? Yeah, I got a liquor that's back there that when you posted a picture recently, his, 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 uh, he's not doing it on purpose. His liquor was popping. He ain't doing it on purpose, but hey, it's God's plan. I'll take it. I'll take it. A I'll win is a it. win, B. Hey, could y'all do me one favor, though, man? Take it out the plastic, man. People in the hood killing me for that, y'all. All right. I appreciate it being on the show. Just said that I class. I'm glad you I'm glad you made me aware of it so I can take it down. Oh, don't do that. Don't hate on him. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is J D from Lawrence again. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm upset with you guys, man. You're over here talking about we need more black owned businesses. I just told you mine last week. I didn't get a like or follow or nothing. What is it? Tell us. <laughs> J D airbrushing. Oh, yeah, you told us about J.D. Airbrushing, but we, we were talking about coffee shops this morning. You sell coffee yeah. in your airbrushing shop? No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say black. We said um, coffee shops. Oh, okay, okay. Instead of Starbucks. Oh, man, uh, but thank you for calling, though. you guys every morning. All right, brother. He got to plug his business again. He, he did. <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Hey, Trav. Oh, Trav, you are getting some hate this morning, and people are so mad. They mad that you always coming through the back door. They want to know if you're asking for consent. <laughs> Are you asking for consent care. to come in, Trav? Listen, listen so, so, so sometimes I just pop up. Wow. wow. Sometimes you read people. Okay. There's a lot of people mad. So Charlemagne, a certain somebody is mad at you, Charlemagne. Man, stop. Don't don't don't, don't say that man's name, okay? <laughs> Why they I'm mad at you now? I'm not going to say his name. Uh, what happened, Trav? Put us on, Trav, because I don't know. No, stop. Stop promoting them suckers, man. We're I don't even know what you're talking about. I know what he's talking about. What happened, Trav? It could be anyone. No, no, no. I'm not even going to bring him up. Charlamagne know what I'm talking about. Though. Yes. Thank you, Trav. Trav, hit me on the bat line. I don't know we, what's going on. We're not promoting hate. <laughs> but I do want to drop one of the clues bombs to J. Cole. Oh, J. Cole got an album coming out. Yeah, he did announce an album. album coming out this Friday. That's actually my favorite rapper of all time. The real is back. The villain Jermaine Cole. And I can't wait to hear what's happening this Friday because he's about to kill all your favorite rappers. It was a lot of great uh, shifts yesterday. You know, you know, you remember how in, in our day it was Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas who people would argue about. Right. And you got to throw Pac in there. But now it's Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. Absolutely. And, and all of them flexed in different ways yesterday. Sure did. Well, I got to say, when it comes to Drake, Cole, and Kendrick, like, when it comes lyrically, None of them saying J. Cole. Okay. That's not okay. true. Stop well, it. That's not even That's not even true. Kendrick Lamar washes all of them. Stop. Let him have his opinion. Stop. But you have a good day. All, all right, right, Trav. Trav, Trav tell me what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes. I mean, we're going to talk about Kendrick Lamar and the honor that he got yesterday. Also, we'll be talking about J. Cole, of course, which Chav just spoiled that, but we'll discuss his new album that's coming out. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kendrick Lamar, in addition to all of the awards that he has, has won the Pulitzer Prize. So congratulations. He's the first rapper ever to win a Pulitzer Prize for music. Drop one of the clues bombs to Kendrick Lamar. That's different. Mm-hmm. Okay, there I like There have been classical artists, jazz artists that have won, but never before a hip-hop artist. Yeah, I like seeing things that I've never seen in my lifetime. That's something I've never seen in my in my lifetime at all, a rapper winning a Pulitzer That's Prize. That's something no one's ever seen. So, so, it's so, the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so salute to Kendrick Lamar. God bless that brother. All right, now, J. Cole also, at the same time, has announced he has a new album coming out this week, uh, 420. 
new album, K.O.D. So I know you guys are excited for that. Now, he did have an event, and it was no phones, no cameras, no bags, no press list, no guest list. He said uh, he just posted in New York City, come through a couple hours from now, first come, first serve, and it turned out to be a listening event. Oh, dope. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing new music from J. Cole. I didn't really dig his last album too much, but I didn't revisit it either. But I, I'll, I'll be tuned in on uh, 420. Now, Drake has shared that he has an album coming out, and uh, that album is coming out in June. In a post, he, pictured a, he put up a picture of a gold pendant with the image of a scorpion, and the captions of both photos say June 2018. So in a couple of months, looks like we have some new Drake music coming out as well, and it said scorpion. I love, I love how the top three uh, guys in the game yesterday all had their own individual moments. Absolutely. They all shifted the culture in various ways yesterday. Because you got Drake announcing his album, but mm-hmm. also he... Uh, he became number one again. He replaced himself on the on the hot bill, the Billboard 100. I don't think he. I don't yes, think that record did. was number one. Yes, was it number one? Yeah, they beat that number one. Wow. Yes. And then uh, Cole. It's only competition is himself. Cole wow. released his album. Kendrick put out a Pulitzer mm-hmm. Prize. So, yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing out here. All right, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Their daughter's name is True Thompson. So she posted, "Our little girl True Thompson has completely stolen our hearts, and we are overwhelmed with love." Such a blessing to welcome this angel into the family. Mommy and daddy love you. True. How you name your child true when your man was just lying to you, though? Uh, just listen, your I just want to say there were a lot of jokes about it this. Has to do with, it has nothing to do with it. They went in. Okay. Yeah, no, I think the baby's name is the middle name of a grandfather now, that they have y- or something like that. Young Thug said, Young Thug, Young Thug said, I'm the real true. Sorry at Khloe Kardashian. But Kris Jenner actually explained. She said, I'm so excited to welcome my precious little granddaughter, True. Fun fact. My grandfather's name on my dad's side was True Otis Houghton. My dad's name was Robert True Houghton. So I'm excited Chloe named her daughter True. Yeah, so it has a meaning. I had a friend who was going to name their daughter. Uh, I don't know what they having. What? I had a friend who was going to name the child True. And they not now because of Right, I wouldn't Chloe want to either. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, we talked earlier about Starbucks and what's happening there. The CEO has spoken. We'll tell you what he had to say. In addition to that, we'll talk about these fake rings that have been happening. If you have T-Mobile, they're in trouble for that. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, NBA playoffs last night, Miami Heat beat the 76ers, 113-103, and Dwayne Wade got busy. He did. He looked like he turned back the uh, the, the hands of time. Mm-hmm. And little, also... little HGH, probably. Uh, and also, Golden State Warriors beat the Spurs, 116-101. Now, let's talk about T-Mobile. What's going on with T-Mobile? T-Mobile yeah? got fined $40 million. Wow. And that is for false rings. Now, if you have T-Mobile, then I'm sure you have experienced this. It's a false ringtone. So, basically... What it is is that it makes it seem like your call is going through and it's ringing, but the other person isn't answering. So even if you're in an area that doesn't have coverage, you would hear multiple rings and you would think the other person just couldn't answer the phone at that time. So that false ringtone gives the false impression that a caller service provider is not responsible if the call fails. So they're getting fined $40 million for this. Is that crazy? You think you're uh, making a phone call and you have service and it's just ringing, ringing, ringing and no one's picking up and it won't stop ringing. So you think it's going through, but it's not. Mm. So now, yeah. How did they even figure that out? Like, how did they even like that's how I ain't gonna lie. Cause I feel like that happens to me all the damn time. Yeah, how do you figure <laughs> that out? I don't know. I think it's um, I, I would assume that these rings mean that there's no voicemail that comes on because it's not really going through. Right. 
so you're wondering why does the phone keep ringing? Because that's happened to me before. I tried to call somebody, but this is T-Mobile. Right. So. There's nothing more annoying than that, too, when the phone just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing and your dumb ass just stays on the phone. Like, mm-hmm. how many times is it going to ring? You waiting on a voicemail and it never happens? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, now let's discuss Starbucks. The two black men who were arrested at Starbucks have agreed to meet with the CEO, Kevin Johnson. Now, Kevin Johnson did an interview on Good Morning America, and he talked about the guidelines that they have to look at as far as when police should and shouldn't be called. Here's what he said. Certainly with 28,000 stores around the world, uh, different regions put in some slightly different guidelines in how they handle certain situations. In sort of reviewing this case, the guidelines that they had in place indicated uh, a certain set of scenarios in which the police were to be called. Now there are some scenarios where the police should be called. In this case, it was completely inappropriate and so clearly there's an opportunity for us to provide clarity and in addition to that, more training that we're going to do with our store managers, not only around the guidelines, but training around unconscious bias. All right, now, yesterday, there were people and protesters swarming outside the Starbucks, and they said protesters weren't allowed inside the store. People, nobody asked them to buy anything, so if you were out there protesting and you went inside, nobody was going to bother you, call the police on you, or harass you. But they wanted to make sure that nobody was able to spend money in Starbucks yesterday. That's what the protesters were trying to do. Now, the store manager there did leave his position in a mutual decision. So they should have been fired. He was not fired, but he did leave in a mutual decision. Now, the reason why he wasn't fired, well, the CEO is taking part of the blame for that. He said it's a management issue, and I own it. Here's what he had to say. Well, I know it's easy for me to say and point blame to one person in this incident. You know, my responsibility is to look not only to that individual, but look more broadly at the, the circumstances that set that up, just to ensure that this never happens again. And I've been very focused on understanding what guidelines and what training ever let this happen. Uh, what happened was wrong, and we will fix it. All right, so we'll see how they decide to move forward with this, but the two men have not released a public statement. They do have a lawyer that they have hired, and there's no charges being filed against them, but they are going to meet with the CEO. I wonder why they wouldn't Starbucks. fire the, 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 the manager of Starbucks. And, really? I, and I hate that term, unconscious bias. There's no such thing as unconscious bias. We're all aware of our biases. That's why That's why we know we feel away when we see certain individuals. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that. I know he's not there anymore. Maybe he would have gotten fired. Who knows? But they didn't fire him. It was a mutual decision. All right, I'm Angela Yee. That's your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Shoot your shot, all right? Now, if you want to holler at somebody, somebody you might be feeling or whatever it may be, and you don't have the courage to do it by yourself, well, call us up right now, 800-585-1051. If you want to shoot your shot and try to holler at a coworker, a friend, a neighbor, it doesn't matter who it is. Call us up now. We'll help you out. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot. With the Breakfast Club. This is your one chance. Don't mess it up. Mess it up. Mess it up. Mess we got Nisha on the line. Nisha, good morning. Good morning. How you doing this morning, Nisha? I'm doing okay. I'm hoping you guys can help me out. Okay, now who do you want to shoot your shot with? His name is Andre. Okay, tell us about Andre. He's a really sweet dude. He's um, my big brother's one of his best friends. So I've known him since I was like a girl. He's always just been really cute. And um, we started hooking up like... A couple of months ago, and um, now I want to like tell my brother we've been doing it on a super low low, and I want to tell my brother so we can like be together. So you want to tell your brother that his friend been smashing? I want to tell my well, I mean, yeah, but I want to tell my brother that we're gonna be together. Okay, so that you want this to be your man. So have y'all discussed this? 
I mean, you know how sometimes you don't need to, what, what's, what doesn't need to be said doesn't need to be said, you know, like, we don't have to talk about that. I know he wants to be with me. Oh, let, me let me make sure I'm clear. It's your brother's best friend. Mm-hmm. And you've been smashing your brother's best friend. That's not going to turn out right. How old, is, how old is your brother's best friend? How old are you? Are you the little sister? I'm the little sister. Yeah. Oh, wow. They, now, it's going to be a little fight. Because smashing she's my grown, little sister. She's grown. Nope. So, <clears throat> let me, so do y'all like go on dates or is it just a y'all smash sometimes thing? We go out when, when, you know, time allows. I'm a nurse, so sometimes I work, uh, you know, all day, all night. But, um, you know, we go out and... and you guys talk on the phone, night. y'all FaceTime and all that? Sometimes, yeah. And he texts a lot. Does he text you, good morning, Bay? I miss you, thinking of you. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah, I don't know are you, I don't know how this is going to work, man. Yeah, are, are you prepared to, for your brother to tell you that this guy has been smashing a whole bunch of other chicks and you just another one in the long line? True. Or maybe he's a good guy and he would love for his sister to be with his good friend. I'm going with that. Okay. All right, well, let's see what happens. Well, hope for the best. There's only one way to find out. And is your brother big? Because if not, he, I'm sure he's going to beat the hell out of this guy. <laughs> They've been friends for a long time. I don't think there's going to be any problems. Well, the moral of shoot your shot is hope for the best, wish for the worst, because the worst always leads for better ratings for us. Okay, all right. Well, hold on. We'll call him. And when we come back, so don't move. Keep it locked. What's his name again? Andre. Andre. All right, we're going to call Andre. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we have Nisha on the line. Now, Nisha, we're about to call Andre now, so let's call him. Hey, Andre, this is Nisha. What up? Um, I wanted to call and, and talk to you about something that has been on my mind for a minute. Oh, boy. What's me, my boy? What's up? <laughs> I think it's time that we tell my brother that, you know, we together. We ain't together? What you, what you mean we're together? What you, what you mean we're together? Well, we're not together now because we're on the low. Like, you act like you scared. You don't want to tell my brother what we've been doing. And I'm like, forget it. Like, let's just tell him. Tell the family so we can be together. See, now, this is why I didn't even want to go down this rabbit hole with you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, what? just because we messing around don't mean we're together. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. No, we're not together now. Yeah, but see, when we first started messing around, one of the first things we said was, we wasn't going to, you know, no feelings involved. You know, we just having fun. You know, that's why I don't understand where you calling me with this all out of left field right now. This how you treat a woman that you don't have any feelings for? Listen, it's just, we just having fun, babe. I don't understand, you know, of mm-hmm. course I care for you. You know, you're my friend, you know. I definitely care for you, but, you know, all of that relationship stuff, I'm not trying to hear that. And I'm definitely not trying to tell this dude, or the family, or anybody else, you know? What we do is between us, boy. Nope, you know not anymore. Okay, it's between you going... and the whole Breakfast Club listening audience. Nisha, this man? isn't going too well. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy, bro. Now, you said you didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, but you didn't go down a rabbit hole. You went down your friend's sister's kitty cat hole. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Now you got me, now you got me on the radio? Like, are you serious? That's what you get for messing with little sis. I can't believe you right now. That's right, I can't believe you. Completely you, got the, you got me on the breakfast club? Like, everybody listens to this Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so, Andre, you're being honest, though. You guys are just sleeping around. You don't want to be with her. I, no, I don't want No, nah, I'm not trying to do all of that. I mean, Damn. Nisha, he's honest with you. You know, it's now up to you if no, you decide. 
No, I mean, listen, you, you got to stop playing. If you don't want a girl to think that you don't want to be with her, then you got to stop doing the stuff that you do. You treat me mad nice. You give me a kick. Well, he should still treat you nice. Oh, you a cake? Wait, wait, wait. Would he eat the butt? Yeah. I mean, you mean you going around, you just eating mad booty? You just eating ass everywhere you go? You eat all your friend's sister's ass? Huh? Andre? You're a cereal ass eater? (laughs) Andre, you a cereal sister ass eater? (laughs) (laughs) She ate me first. Wow. Okay. You ass eater too. Okay. And it was tickled, warm tickle down there. All right, so y'all did a 69 in the b- Yeah, it sounds like y'all belong together if you ask me. Hey. But, okay, but instead of trying to disrespect each other, I guess what it is, Nisha, he don't want to be with you like that. So if you still want to continue to mess with him because he treats you nice, that's on you. But just know it's not a relationship. Well, he might not want to be with me, but he's going to have to tell my brother something because I'm pregnant. Hey, 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 she didn't t- okay, Andre, she did not tell right. us this. No, but hey, hey. Are, you, are you really pregnant? Yeah, I really am. I'm taking my ball and going home. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Andre. I don't know if I believe it because women, sometimes women do one or two things in this situation. Either say they're pregnant or they say you raped them. I don't don't think it's mine. I don't think it's mine. What? Oh, that's not the way to go. You think she's a hoe? Yeah, I don't think it's mine. Are you kidding me? No, we're just having fun. And I don't know what you out there doing now. You talking about you pregnant and this and that. Did fun include condoms? Listen, well, that's what this little baby is going to be named. It's going to be named Fun then because that's what happened. <laughs> you know what? Was Andre wearing condoms, Nisha? Yes. N- not all the time. We all... No, all the time. All the time. All right. Well, let, oh, well, guys, I think you guys need to handle this one. This was a little too far yeah. out of our tax bracket. Yeah, Andre, I hope that uh, you enjoyed your little fun because now you're about to have a little fun on the way. Okay? Oh, my so gosh. So that's what you're going to name them. Next thing she's going to be saying is you. It's yours, Charlamagne. Stop no, it. Don't be disrespectful. That might be your child's mother. Are you going to tell Andre now? I mean, Andre, are you going to tell her brother now? No, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. That's not my, she's not pregnant, you know, and she's crazy. You know, any, she calling up here at a radio station to do this and that. She's crazy. Man. Did you guys have, did you guys have unprotected sex? No. She just said sometimes. He said yes, he said no. She, listen, she uh, even, look, man. Get him, Nisha. Always, get his ass. Literally. I mean, there's nothing for <laughs> me to even say. I mean, he out here, obviously, in the street just doing all types of stuff dirty. He's going to get what comes to him. But that's fine. That has nothing to do with anything. You don't want to tell my brother? Fine. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to also tell him I'm pregnant. So either way, you're going to have to deal with it. All right. Well, well, guys. This- I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I can't do this with you because i got a girl. You know what I mean? My Ooh. girl's going to be a Oh, my goodness. Well, you should have thought about that, Andre, you before thought you about decided that, not to be a, a member of the faithful male community, okay? So, oh Andre, goodness. basically, you've been cheating on your girlfriend, and you didn't even let her know you had a girlfriend, so now this happens. Uh-huh. Well, we was messing around before I got a girlfriend, so, you know, wow. it's not really cheating, I don't think. Oh, my but you still was messing with her, even after you, that's still cheating, you had a girlfriend. My goodness. So now what you, no, because what he's saying is he's cheating on me with this chick. No, well, no, you're no. you're not his girlfriend. I'm his girl. No, you're not my girl. You're acting crazy again. You know what, guys? You know, I'm sorry this didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Uh, Nisha, good luck with the baby. Andre, uh, support your kid. Keep us updated, though. Yeah, Nisha, call us after you had the baby. Okay. All right. That didn't go well. Not at all. All right, well, rumors up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Beyonce. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, Beyonce is planning to donate $100,000 to four different historically black colleges. 
So that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. And her mom is discussing the conversation that they had before Beyonce's performance at Coachella. Now, she said, I told Beyonce I was afraid that the predominantly white audience at Coachella would be confused by all of the black culture and black college culture because it was something they might not get. She captioned um, the photo. She said her brave response to me made me feel a bit selfish and ashamed. She said, at this point in my life, in my career, I have a responsibility to do what's best for the world and not what is most popular. Yeah, I respect Beyonce for not not trading her authenticity for approval. Now, her mom said uh, that Beyonce also went on to say, she said that her hope is that after the show, young people would research this culture and see how cool it is, and young people, black and white, would listen to Lift Every Voice and Sing and see how amazing the words are for us all and bridge the gap. And salute to Beyonce for donating uh, f- what, 400 grand to HBC? 100,000 to each HBC. 25,000 to each one. 25,000. Mm-hmm. Salute to her. That, that's big. I mean, the last person I think I seen do something that big was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby donated $20 million to Spelman College once. All right, Adrian Broner and six Takashi Six Nine had a back and forth on social media. Now I didn't know the two of them for whatever reason didn't get along. I thought this was over Charlemagne. How's this over me? Listen, I, okay, because my Adrian name Broner, is being next to a lot of people. I don't want my name next to nowadays. Adrian okay. Broner posted a picture <laughs> with Charlemagne and said, "Get that look off your face. It's fight week." Salute to my guy AB. He does fight this Saturday. Showtime boxing. So Takashi Six Nine got mad he and posted clown. clown. I thought he was talking about Charlemagne being clown. That's what I thought. He probably was. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But then it turned into something else. And here is what Adrian Broner had to say on Instagram. Hey, 6 9 don't be commenting no f- under my pictures, boy. Talking about clown. The only thing got a red nose where I'm from is a pit bull, ass. And I get to New York this week, motherfucker, pull up on you, I ain't one of these rap you be trolling with. Quit playing with me, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I don't know where this goes from here now. You didn't see Takashi's reply? Hey, B, I want you to be focused, my brother. Forget forget that, that all Takashi 6 9 BS, okay? You got to fight this Saturday, all right? Now, we have Takashi's reply. Yo, bro, I got a 100K Saturday, you lose the fight. 100K, man. Matter of fact, bet that 200. Make it 200, blood. Make it 200K. Make it 200, blood. New York, blood. New money, man. It's my city, Earth. In New York, blood. What you talking about, blood? You know what I'm saying? How do we got enough money? Clown. And you better check in when you come to Brooklyn, See that he bet three hundred thousand. Adrian Broner will lose. Okay. I think that he should. Re- I think that Adrian Broner should really take him up on that bet because I don't think that Takashi sixty nine got three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I think he has three hundred thousand. Yeah, absolutely, three hundred thousand. I don't. But I, I, I definitely. Is he I de- independent? I, he, he is. I definitely think yeah. he should take him up on that bet. Absolutely, a hundred percent. All right. Now, Meek Mill. A lot of people thought he was going to get out of jail yesterday, but it hasn't happened. Uh, the DA was trying to get him out, and the judge shut it down. Once again, Judge Denise Brinkley is not trying to make it happen. Now, they were asking for the judge to toss the 2008 conviction because prosecutors back then were fully aware that the arresting officer, Reginald Graham, was dirty, but sat on that information. So if that conviction was tossed, that would mean that Meek's probation violation would go out the window. However, the judge did not sign off on that and instead scheduled a hearing on that matter. That hearing is not until June. So now Meek is going to be in prison until June, until that hearing happens. So, yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate because everybody was saying he's getting out. So I don't know what's going to happen now. But like you said, a lot of people think that he shouldn't even be sitting in jail. They've proven that the arresting officer was dirty. But somehow, some way, he's still suffering the consequences of that. That's crazy. And I just don't understand how everybody can claim to uh, see, see, see Meek and think that Meek has been doing, has been done unjust. But nobody's stepping in to really do something. Like all of these governors and like you're the governor. I think they're trying to. I don't think they can overturn the judge that easy. I Has anybody looked this up? We talk about this every day, but has anybody looked up if the governor can truly indeed pardon Meek? 
No, um, we haven't. Somebody we, needs to do well, some fact checking. No, what they are saying is that the case would have to go to the Supreme Court there, and that's how they but have could, to decide I wanna, that. But I want to know, could the governor of Pennsylvania pardon Meek Mill? If there's anybody out there that knows, please let me know. The governor would know, or maybe Meek's lawyer would know. Right. Because I'm sure they would have tried that. All right, Mariah Carey, her former manager, is suing her. In addition to money that she says that she's owed, she also is suing her because she's saying that she was naked in front of her all the time, and that was an issue. I guess uh, she said that is sexual harassment. Now, Mariah is saying that allegation is baseless. What she's saying is that Mariah rarely wore any clothes around her and did sexual things in her presence also. Sounds like they're having some issues uh, because she feels a little bit mad about getting fired as a manager, and she also feels like she's owed money. So now she's saying naked around her. And I will say this, women, a lot of times we are naked around each other, like just getting dressed and getting ready for things. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to next? Uh, I need Fox News' Sean Hannity to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. Uh, I want to talk to you all about this thing called integrity and why it's very important to have integrity when you are a member of the media. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Uh, yeah, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, April 17th goes to Fox News' Sean Hannity. Now look, media is a tricky business, okay? The reason it's a tricky business is because you really don't know who to trust and it's people who have the privilege of being on these microphones and being on your TVs, and they really don't have your best interests at heart. They don't approach it with the intention of being public servants, okay, here to serve the needs of the public. They approach it with the intention of making themselves fat, okay? They are here to serve their own self-interest, and that's it. I feel like you have to be upfront with your intentions in this game, okay? If you're a DJ and you have a record label and you're playing a certain artist over and over and promoting them crazy, and that artist happens to be signed to your label, I think you should let people know that, okay? If not, you're misleading the people. You're not being and honest about why you're playing this record so much. Uh, I, as the consumer, I trust you, okay, to put me on to what's popping. You are a tastemaker, and I respect your taste, so don't lose that trust that I have in you by manipulating me to think you like an artist simply because their art is good, when in fact, you have business dealings with them. Now, Sean Hannity is always coming to the defense of Donald Trump. We know this. And Hannity described the, the raid on Michael Cohen's office. Michael Cohen is Donald Trump's personal lawyer. He described the raid on Michael Cohen's office as an all-hands-on-deck effort to totally malign and, if possible, impeach the president of the United States. Why, why am I telling y'all this? Let's hear from Sean Hannity himself. Robert Mueller, the FBI, has raided the office, the home, and the hotel room of Michael Cohen, the personal attorney of the president of the United States. Now, keep in mind... Cohn was never part of the Trump administration or the Trump campaign. This is now officially an all-hands-on-deck effort to totally malign and, if possible, impeach the president of the United States. Now, in fact, despite all of today's major breaking news, the fake news was totally obsessed with all Michael Cohn. This is a huge, massive double standard. You think Hillary Clinton's attorneys had their offices raided during this email investigation? Not a chance. But the media, while they're obsessing over Michael Cohen, yeah, there are really important stories to bring to you. Sean Hannity is definitely team Michael Cohen, okay? He even called the Justice Department's investigation a witch hunt. Now, why does Sean Hannity go so hard for Michael Cohen? 
And Donald Trump, does he really believe that they are being done wrong? Why is Sean Hannity on the wrong side of history? Why? Well, in Manhattan federal court yesterday, it was revealed why. Let's go to CNN for the report. The judge forcing Michael Cohn's attorney to reveal who this mystery third person was. They revealed two of his clients, the president and uh, Elliot Brody. And the judge basically, after countless arguments by two attorneys representing Michael Cohn, he stood up in court, uh, this lawyer, Stephen Ryan, and he basically said, Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is a client of Michael Cohen, one of three, Sean Hannity, Donald Trump, and I don't know who the other guy is, but why has he never told his listeners that? Okay, the reason he has never told his listeners that is because his word would look less credible when defending Michael Cohen, when in fact, if you was just real with your listeners and said, hey, Michael Cohen is my attorney, and I can vouch that he's a great guy, and I feel like what's happening to him is wrong, that goes further than the American people finding out the reason you was going so hard for him was because you was indeed a client of his, okay? Sean Hannity, have you ever heard of the word integrity, okay? Integrity, all right? And one of the truest tests of integrity is this blunt refusal to be compromised. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something that you already know. Sean Hannity is compromised. And he's been compromised for years. Now, Sean has been accused of promoting falsehoods and conspiracy theories. He's one of the people who casted doubt on Barack Obama's birthplace. He reported false stories about Hillary Clinton's health. But he has failed to mention his own dealings with Michael Cohen. He failed to mention that Michael Cohen was indeed his attorney. Now, Sean Hannity has a base a loyal group of followers who hang on to his every word, who think that Sean Hannity is a man of integrity, well, you just caught your man lying directly to your face, okay? I'm going to be honest. I don't know how Sean Hannity can look you in the eyes and get on that TV knowing that he's a bold-faced liar because it doesn't matter how much truth you have been alleged to spew. A single lie, just a single lie, can destroy a whole reputation of integrity. Please let Remy Ma give Sean Hannity the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! you dumb. All right, Charlamagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, when we come back, Crondon will be joining us. My dude, Crondon, I've been my guy for a long time. He's one of the stars of Black Lightning. He plays Tobias on Black Lightning. Mm -hmm. And tonight is the season finale, so we're going to check in with him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. My brother, oh. Crondon. Cron, what's up, my brother? But now his name you, is Marvin, oh, Marvin Jones, Jones III. III. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> Thank my dad and my granddad. But if they've been That's paying attention name. to you throughout the years, you know, when you, you dibble and dabble in the acting thing, you always use your government name. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Indeed, when I'm, um, the episode of Harry's Law that I was on was my first big role in any acting thing, actually, uh, mm -hmm. on credit. Mm -hmm. um, I used my name, Marvin Jones, for sure, then. But a lot of people didn't even know I did Harry's Law, and I didn't promote it. Why didn't you promote it? Well, I did. I did in the sense of Twitter had just started when mm -hmm. I did it, mm -hmm. you know, and all the social media stuff had started. And then I think I was just kind of not fully accepting the fact that I was making a little bit of a transition at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. so You're still it was in the rap game. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I was still in the rap game. And, and if you know my rap career, you know I was authentic to what I was about. Right. And, so and I am about. Game. Indeed. And, um... I just had a little a little bit of reserve about that. Envy, honestly, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I thought like, okay, well, how cats go look at me? I'm acting in and especially the role I was playing. It's dope know, though. A lot of, of rappers want to make that transition yeah. also, and it's not no, an easy one. At but all. Back, but back then it was like, oh, you're selling out, you commercial now. A little bit. Right, I had a little yeah. bit of reserve like that. But and 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 like Sis said, it is that. You know, we want to do it. Mm -hmm. And then when you're faced with it, you're like, wait, okay. Now, how are they going to look at me? You'd think about that just a little bit. But mm -hmm. that was then, and totally this is now. This is your, like, first big 
major role, right? Indeed. Yeah, my first big role. on Black Lightning. So how did this happen? I was working on a solo album, and in the midst of that, had a meeting uh, with a cat named Sadiq. He got a call. Cats were looking for a cat for a role. and Looking for you or just yeah, somebody? Yeah, we, well, looking for me. And in that, they didn't have information on me. They thought I was on his record label, though. So he reached out to me mm-hmm. and said, hey, man, these people are looking for you regarding this role. I told him we had just had dinner. You mind if I give him your number? You know, he had reserve about it. And 20 minutes later, I get a call from Vicky Thomas. I don't know if you know who Vicky Thomas. Yeah, I know Vicky. Is. Yeah, you know Vicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she um, called me and said, hey, Marvin, got your number from Sadiq. Got this role we want you to look at. Think you, should, you, think, you think you're good for it? Come on in, you know? So I'm like, sure, read the role. At first, I, I was familiar with Black Lightning, mm-hmm. honestly, but I didn't know the intricate workings of it. You know, I know about the Black Supergirls for sure. Black Panther, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. uh, Storm. Black Lightning, of course, Storm. Yeah. And I did a little homework and saw what it was. First Black superhero family, 1977, you know, right after I was born. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, wow, man, you know, this could be something big. Looked at who I was um, scheduled to play, Tobias Well, African-American politician, underworld boss with albinism. And I said, okay, well, this is why they're calling me. Immediately, my first... <laughs> my first my word, my Nothing word. wrong with that type casting, my brother. brother not That's at God's all. gift. Yeah, yeah, right, Especially right. in this time now yeah, that we're yeah, in. Yeah. And it's te- definitely God's gift. Yeah. Thank you, brother. So, you know, I look at the breakdown and I see it. I go, okay, wow. I might have a shot at this one. Now, <laughs> one like, you know, that Lexus commercial right. with the other 50 cats in there in the black yeah. suit. I don't know if I had a shot at that one, right. but this one, I might have a shot at this one, you know? I did a little homework. <laughs> Lexus commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, right, right. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, uh, you know, get ready. Do my due diligence. Prepare. And and this is a great opportunity, and we know mm-hmm. what happens when we are prepared for the opportunities. Right. So I did that. So what does being an albino have to do with the character? Well, the, the, the creator of Black Lightning, Tony Isabella, and I hope he's watching this because he's a, a sweet and wonderful man. Mm-hmm. He gets me every week. And, and tells me that he loves what I'm doing. And that's, like, one of the biggest and best compliments I can get because he's the creator of the show. Somebody literally uh, told me you're the best actor on the show. I haven't I, gotten a chance to watch it yet, and I know you're mad at me for that, but I am going to watch it. I got to binge it. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, man. You're yeah. a busy man. Are you serious? First of all, <laughs> let me say that I've known each of you individually um, for a very long time throughout the stint of my career, individually, and I've known you guys collectively for a very long time. Mm-hmm. This is my third time here. Mm-hmm. You guys have always been welcoming and warm to me, and... I am so proud of you guys, Thank individually you, you. and collectively, man. I follow you all. Again, I mean, you know, bro. Yeah, like, Karma, man. Quite often, yeah, more than, than we do. Mm-hmm. But I got to say this to you guys, just marvel, you know, at what you guys have become to our culture and how important you guys are to it. Just know that. Thank you, you know, brother. Appreciate yeah, it. That's it's, nice. it's incredible. Um, and I watch you guys, as everyone does, religiously, whether hey, I'm here or not. He's like, so, so y'all need to watch my show. Yeah, I'm definitely watching it. I'm definitely watching it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Absolutely. 100%. That's my brother. I know. Yeah, come on. My point to that is you guys are very busy. So you watch, you watch what you want to watch. That's my point. You're very busy. Because, you know, I don't like D.C. I don't mess with D.C. Oh, comments. come on now. I don't. I what don't. do you mean? I, I like Mama Marvel guy. But you're also a Crondon guy. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Crondon's the I only mean, reason I would watch it. And they have incredible, incredible content on the, in the world of the comics, you yeah. know. And you got to um, support everybody, man. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. And, and, and especially, you know, Black Lightning, I have to say, I call it the FUBU show because it's totally for us, by us. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. it's for the people, by the people. Um, and, and my cast is incredible. So, again, I'm so privileged, you know. 
and and blessed right now to be in in the the midst of these people. Mm -hmm. So you're telling us why the why the albino 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 the character Tony Isabella the the creator Tony Isabella created the character Tobias Will to have albinism and he told me this story is so dope because when he was growing up in Cleveland he's from Cleveland he knew someone that had albinism and you know he grew up around a lot of black people in Cleveland of course you know Cleveland he, and so he understood in a lot of ways the black experience and when he was growing up reading comics he had that idea and something came over him that my friends don't have comic book characters that look like them mm -hmm. that are going through the experiences that they're going through and that's why he created Black Lightning the first black superhero family you know and and of course in that neighborhood if you know one in 30,000 um, the first time I came here Envy and I had a conversation Absolutely. that has resonated Envy through my career so many people managers agents um, people in Hollywood, you know, look at that interview and get a, a view of who Marvin Jones is. No, absolutely. Not necessarily no. crime down. And I thank you so much for that, man. That no, was, thank you for explaining and not feeling away for, for me asking. Oh, no, man. No, man. We brothers, man. Well, Envy wanted to know because he gets mistaken, too, all the time. I know. It's the light skin Exactly. That's what, come on. Exactly. Man. I get it. You know, I don't get Puerto Rican yeah. or, or, or Cuban or <laughs> but I get it. But I, absolutely. But I get it. Um, so when it came down to him creating all of these different individuals in Black Lightning, you know, he said, well, you know, why not have this pivotal character in it? Be albino, because I see people in the neighborhood. And shout out again to um, Salim Akil, because... In the comic, if you follow it from 1977 on up, Tony was still very vague about what albinism truly is mm -hmm. and and the experiences that we face. So, but he did rep have the representation in the character Tobias. Well, Salim Akil in his storyline, if you follow the show, has a very very extensive backstory for Tobias Well and why he does some of the things and the reasoning and and all that. And when I got the role, Salim called me and and asked me how I felt about some of these things that he was preparing to write and had written already. Wow. And, and, I, and I was, again, just honored and privileged to even be asked, you know, from the creator of the show, how I feel about these things and, and am I going to be able to tell this story mm -hmm. the right way. That's yeah. dope. And, yeah, and it's just, it was just dope, you know, so... Plus, you got that superhero voice. Oh, thank Definitely you so much. Definitely has that superhero voice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, we got more with Kron Don. When we come back tonight, it's the season finale of Black Lightning, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Kron Don in the building. Charlemagne? How did you identify with the character other than that, though? Because he's a corrupt politician turned gang leader. Like, is anybody you studied? Uh, like, I studied a lot of things. Um, of course, you know, actors that I respect that have played villains before. And, and super villains of all types, not just comic book world, you know. It was a responsibility of mine to match, you know, and, and be at that level, you know, of some of these greats before me. So, I, you know, I don't know yet because we're not done mm -hmm. at all. We're far. We're just getting started with this whole thing. We're at season one. You know, just got green lit for season two. Thank you, thank yes, you. Sir. Yes, indeed, we did. Congrats, yeah, God. And and we're at episode twelve. Just came on. We're about to do the season finale. You know, America loves the show. The number two show on CW right after the Flash, and um, number three streaming. And I'm really, really happy and excited how this world has received it. But again, we're just starting. Right. We, you know, this is a, a black family. These are black stories and black experiences. Yeah, the you father know? still got to leave the house. No. <laughs> 
This guy is <laughs> He's a superhero. <laughs> he's going to do that. Well, do you continue to focus on music as much now? Because this is a whole new lifestyle. Wow. This is a whole new arena. This is a whole new fan base. It is. They don't know you're a rapper, though. They don't. They have no idea. Some do. And, he, and you can still though. be writing for other people, too, while you're doing this. Yeah. But do you want to? I do. Not to say you're Will Smith, but you going in that direction, funny, crossover, man. like funny, this, man. that's where you at. You funny, You'll man. have to. I take that and humbly receive that. I love rap. You know, it gave me everything, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I gave it a lot. Mm -hmm. You guys know. You, you guys supported me. You know, I wouldn't be the rapper I am if it wasn't for the support of DJ Envy. You know, and Charlemagne the God and Angelique, I wouldn't even, people wouldn't even know me, especially in New York City. Mm -hmm. Serious? So it's like almost being thrust into a whole new dimension right. of mm -hmm. understanding from a world you already know. How long did it take you to be comfortable with the role of Tobias? Because like my brother asked, like, you know, I'm not a, a, a politician and I'm not a drug lord. I don't I do not do the things that Tobias well does. And um, A little, little, used to be a little drug lord. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you trying to do? Are you snitching on him right now? I just told you he's dressed the in a lot of things. Why is he doing it? You guys are just a, just a, just a little crooked. Weed is legal in California. Okay. But anyway. I digress. It took a lot in me to focus on the inner villain inside of me. We, I think we all have that, though. You know, I think that, you know, what I was able to explore as an actor is that we all have this vast array of emotions inside of us. The key to acting, something that I've learned in class and studying the greats, our job is to find that place and tell that truth from that place. Mm -hmm. Now, we all have, like I say, a vast array of emotions. We go through things. You, we, we, we are angry, we're happy, we're sad, you know, we're, 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 we're um, depressed, we're horny, we're in love, we're broke, you know, going through heartbreak, all these things. And, and every character has a story to tell that we, at some point of our life, have had to live through mm. or not live through, suppress, keep ourselves away from, make a choice to go the other way. Mm -hmm. With the Tobias Well character, I get to play in a direction that I've, in a lot of times, maybe wanted to suppress or a lot of times blocked out of my mind, mm. saw but did not want to go that way. Nice. You know, witnessed but turned the, the other, you know, the, the blind eye to. So now I can... Embrace Take all it. of that emotion, <laughs> embrace it, play with it, you know, play that on character and and make sure in my life that I don't represent that. That's the beauty Ooh, in acting. kind of therapeutic thing. in a way. It's very therapeutic. Yeah. It's very something me and my mentor talk about and, 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 and people that I work with in acting, you know. I think work, whatever you do, if mm -hmm. it's your passion and you love it, it should have a, 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 a way to be therapy for you. Uh, you know, you're, you're such a great talent in so many different facets. Thank Do you, you ever fear that from this you won't get more roles unless they're looking for somebody with albinism? I don't fear it mm -hmm. more so than I'm aware that it could be. What I do is I do the best work possible and represent my best self and try to defy whatever that odd may be. Mm -hmm. I know that God put me in this position for a, a distinctive reason and... I'm not even clearly aware of it other than that I'm just supposed to take whatever lights put on me and give that right back. Gotcha. I, I do know this, that even more so than the albinism thing, because I, I really love my look. I think it's very unique, and I think it's shown 
if you look at Black Lightning and what's happening on Black Lightning, that uniqueness is a beautiful thing. It pops. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's a beautiful thing. Pops on, on camera. camera, on screen, in life, in the room. You know, we've had this conversation, you know, in a, in a room, you know, like this, you guys all look alike to me, you know, and I look different in that sense to me or to someone that is ignorant to what I am. You stand out. Yeah, I yeah. stand out. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I love I love that aspect of it. And I think that there's always place and room for that in acting. And with the whole cliche of diversity now yes. that's coming exactly. into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a beautiful cliche. I think it's one that I welcome because it, it, it says that they're going to pay us and they're going to give us, you know, our just due at some point and to some extent. And they are. And we are able to tell our stories now, or there wouldn't be a Black Lightning or a Black Panther or all these other beautiful things that are coming out. Absolutely. Um, so for me, I want to defy that odd. I want to do good work and be an incredible actor, an incredible villain. So if anything, I'll get more roles as a villain. Yeah, That's yeah. my thing, is I want you to see the villain in me more so than anything and see the uniqueness in me. Because diversity sure. has to be all-inclusive. It can't be uh, women, gays, that that's diverse, no. Thank you, brother. Okay, yes. That's not it diversity. That. And that's the beauty in our show, you know, is is and again, credit to Salim and Mara Brock I kill. That's why I say we're the blackest show on television. Because that think that even diversity Within. gets gets pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. And it gets or it gets has a selective idea of what it's supposed to be. The cliche of diversity. The cliche like of said, the, yeah, it's yeah. a cliche. So on our show though, it's complete black. You see the you know, you know, brother, the black comes in thirty six shades. Absolutely. So it's the complete spectrum of black from my spectrum of black, you know, and shade of black, all the way to the darker shade. And they're all beautiful, and they show the full beauty of black on the show. It's a wonderful thing. My, my brother crowned down. When, when does Black Lightning come on? Black Lightning comes on every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Pacific Time, and 8 p.m. Central on the CW Network. You can stream it the next day. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix around the world. And I, I believe it's coming to Netflix. I don't don't miss me, but I think May or June or something like that. I think May or, yeah. I refer you guys to watch it when it comes on. Our ratings have been great, so shout out to everybody, all the fans, and I like to call them family, that have been following this series. Thank you guys so much. You guys have made this show a reality and, and are keeping it a reality with season two. And it's a black family. It's a complete, real representation of what we're going through in today's time. Yeah, and I want to thank you too, Kron, just for being a great friend all these years, man. I know a lot of villain stories about Kron Don as well. So. All right, time to end the interview. Let's go. <laughs> Kron Don. I don't like where this is going. We're not Mike. doing that to our brother. Our brother going to be the Emmy yeah. soon. Okay? <laughs> it's the Breakfast they all, Club. Like I say, everybody knows me individually. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, as we can anticipate, Cardi B's album is number one, and she is the fifth female rapper to earn that number one spot. You know who the other ones are? Who? Uh, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. Eve, mm-hmm. Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. and Lauren Hill. So that's pretty good. That's dope. Yeah, her debut album. So congratulations to her. Congratulations. In to addition Cardi. to that, the, her album also has 13 songs on the Hot 100, and she actually has beaten Beyonce's record of 12 tracks on the Hot 100 all simultaneously. There's so many lists and so many records. Just congratulations to Cardi. She's doing well. She's doing amazing. I support. I'm happy for her. The only song, she has 13 songs on the album. Well, actually, 12 of the 13 songs are on the um The only song that was missing from Invasion of Privacy uh, was Bodak Yellow. 
Okay. And that's because, obviously, it was on there for so long before, right, 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 so right. I guess. And then the the other song that made it on there that's not hers is Finesse. This is the song that oh, she's yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Okay. So that's why she has 13 songs on there. All right, Drake has the record for the most simultaneously charted Hot 100 songs with 24. Drake's record. I'm, I'm ready for a new Drake album. He's well, spitting now. It's coming He's, out in June. I, well, I can't wait. Now, again, I was telling you earlier about Kendrick, and we got to keep on mentioning this. He is the first rapper to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. They've won awards for music in other categories, like in classical and mm-hmm. jazz. So he's the first rapper to win the Pulitzer Prize. So congratulations to him. That's amazing. He had said before that he doesn't want anybody to classify his music when he did a sit-down with Dave Chappelle. Now let's flash back to when Big Boy actually had Kendrick on, and he had Kendrick freestyling. And by the way, this is from 2017. So this is just something that they just, I guess, put out recently gotcha. as a celebration. So check out Kendrick Lamar freestyling to some Tupac. I break this shit down to the syllables and acronyms. You can't see me, it get critical. You gotta pledge him or pledge allegiance. You can't need it, you see it, you see me and defeat it. Uh, I'm rocking off top, throw some words in the air. Uh-huh. Right here, throw some birds in the air. Big boy. Big boy in the morning all the time. Been rocking since I was nine. You know how we sign, you know how we live. Chuck Dizzle on the side, that's my rib, homegrown, that's the kids. Kendrick is definitely in my top five. Listen, I've been said that. Mm-hmm. All right, so shout out to Kendrick and congratulations to everybody over at TDE. Yes. All right, now Usher, he is uh, having some issues because somebody broke into his house and stole about $800,000 in cash and jewelry. That's crazy. You know, his house is on the market and his wife, is the, his estranged wife, Grace Miguel, was the person who was first informed by a domestic worker in the house. They've been having open houses. Mm. So what they believe is that um, the thieves unlocked a window in the house while they were there for an open house and then came back and actually stole the cash and jewelry. And they also came back and stole the security camera footage, the box that has that. So now I'm confused. I mean, Usher has a lot of money. He should have cameras that, you know, as soon as you walk in, the alarm goes off. He should have all types of motion well, sensors, motion detectors. And when I had my open houses, when I was selling my house, I had a security person, a security guard there to make sure that nobody would go in certain areas. They think somebody unlocked a window and it came uh, back later. So it mm. didn't happen then, but they were walking through the house, probably like, okay, this is the one. All right, so I guess they're going to try to figure that out. And Tristan Thompson, we told you already, Chloe and Tristan have named their baby True Thompson. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like his dad is considering doing a tell-all book. Who's that? Tristan Thompson. Who is he? What does he do? What does you know his dad do? He's it, Tristan Thompson's dad. I mean, but why Why would he do a tell-all book? Like, why, why Why? do we care? Well, he, first of all, if you remember, when he first got with Khloe Kardashian, his dad uh, didn't like the fact that he left his pregnant girlfriend at the time, Jordy Craig, and he said he hoped her pregnancy would open his eyes. Now, he said, I have a big, big story about what happened. He said this to Radar Online. He said, I can write a book about what happened. And he said, when he does, it'll be so it'll be both really good and really sad. So he said, Tristan needs to communicate with his father so he can be a better person to me and to others. If Tristan was communicating with me, these problems would not happen. Well, that's why he doesn't mess with his dad. That's why he doesn't communicate with his dad. His dad is doing tell-all books about his son in the NBA right now, probably the worst time of his life. And now my dad's talking about he wants to do a tell-all book about me. I'm never going to talk to you again, Pops. All right. Well, there you have it. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Shout out to my Pops, man. I, I went to my Pops' house yesterday. My I heard your dad's doing a tell He actually interviewed me. Yeah, right. Well, he just got this new, <laughs> this new. Uh, it's not a soda. I guess it is a soda machine where he's uh, he could get any type of water and make it sparkling water. Boy, we was in the house yesterday making all types of sparkling water yesterday. I don't know. I, I just had it. Anyway, it was just fun. Anyway, shout out to my moms and my Pops. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Let us know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the People's Mix is up next. People's Choice Mix is up next.